Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. Did you know giraffes aren't real? It's all a conspiracy theory brought to you by Big Ladder, trying to get you to buy ladders to be tall like giraffe, which don't exist. <laughs> Samson Davis. Fun fact, I think that's what the questing beast was based off of. Like some like knights came back from Africa and like described this beast and the monks were just like, let me draw that and then just drew this monstrosity that became the questing beast. That is what Kirin is based mm. off of, the mythical Japanese unicorn. It's based off a giraffe. Mm. So when you're drinking that beer, mm. it's made by giraffes, which aren't real, which are because of Big Ladder. <laughs> you're not drunk. <laughs> you're just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is Babcock. Like Alex, you cannot prove to me that giraffes are real. And we are joined again by special guest Dan Rodriguez. Hey, that's me. I am a giraffe agnostic. I have never seen a giraffe. I have no reason to believe in them or not believe. I try to be neutral in this particular matter. <laughs> you don't want to get political. Wise. Yeah, I, I really try. I really try not to. Well, welcome back. Listeners, if you haven't heard the episodes that Dan has been in before, which means that you're listening to us completely out of order, go back and fix that. But just in case that is the situation Dan, tell people about yourself and the kinds of the projects that you do. I sure I will. Uh, I am a, a member of the very long-running podcast, Fandible. Don't ask me what the name means. We still to this day don't know, but we've been doing it for over a decade, and we have played a tabletop role-playing game or three. Honestly, we've, we've lost count of how many ones uh, we've played. It's, it's been a good time. It's been a good time overall. I myself uh, have created a few very uh, minor and mostly weird uh, tabletop role-playing games, starting with, of course, the pinnacle of, of tabletop role-playing, Three Goblins in a Trench Coat, uh, widely regarded to be mm -hmm. the, the best game and or system ever created. Mm -hmm. uh, and then just going downhill <laughs> from there, uh, there's been a few others. There's the solo journaling game, Cats and Corpses, not autobiographical. Please buy it and find out how not autobiographical it is. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> A few others as well, Cupid Incorporated, because I am so, so lonely. And the, by now, last, so last time I was on the show, I was still working on Hometown Magic. By now, Hometown Magic has come out. The sequel has come out, Seeker's Call. The threequel. The squeakquel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's going to be more games in this series because it is my obsession. It will. It will never end. Um, <laughs> but point is, I do things on the internet. I make games. Yeah. I can't remember if I told you this or not, but I read through Seeker's Call, and I really love the world that you've got created there, that sort of extension of that. I mean, it's an extension of the same world, but this whole little view. I love how weird parts of it get. Mm -hmm. And I like play Magic Works, so it's a very cool game. Oh, I mean, I'll talk more about this later, uh, given half a chance. Since you are a member of what I am terming the Uncivil Union, you will soon get uh, access to more Magic stuff. I have a whole document with the extended Magic system for that world. Oh. Which will only take place two games from now. I still have two entire games to write before I even get to use it. But there it is. Very cool. I'm excited. Yeah. It's not ambitious at all. Not ambitious at all. Any of this. Mm -hmm. It's great. Be ready any day now. Well, and since the listeners already know your character, could you reintroduce your character? Sure, sure. I will be playing Zach, a.k.a. Zacharyl. Zacharyl is a charming Jack who acts without consequence. He has been a contractor with the Guardians, I believe, mm -hmm. 
for some time. He is a longtime friend of uh, a very uh, ever-present NPC. What's his name again? Uh, 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 can somebody just remember? Uh, was was uh... Vlad? Yeah, that's him. I'm really looking forward to catching up with Vlad again. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, damn, I'm having internet issues. I think I'm going to need to pop out here for a little bit. Uh... <laughs> Max just took a deuce. I have to go. Oh, no. Oh, my house is on fire. <laughs> Gotta go. Bye. <laughs> anyway, he's, he's, he's met the gang before once, assisted them uh, in a minor adventure, uh, clearing out some angels, passed on some messages, shared some apparently soon to be much more uh, valuable and rare novels. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, went off on his merry way doing uh, whatever it is that Zach do. Did we get any of those novels signed? Oh. <laughs> I need a, a, a Zach between episodes montage. It's almost like that might happen. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Turns out. Oh. To what soundtrack? <laughs> I feel like Beastie Boys. I mean, <laughs> what, Liz? Beastie Boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just sabotage. I see it so clearly in my head. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Alex. Yeah? I, th- I think Samson has a question for you. Oh, no. What did I do now? Is my fly unzipped? Alex, are you going digital or analog tonight? Dice-wise. Well, because I actually clean for ones, I can do analog. Oh. They wouldn't happen to be... Die Hard Dice, Die Hard Dice. Go to their website and get some hot, hot dice. Some well-crafted metal dice. Get some pretty colors on there. And if you do that, you can get 10% off your order with Explorers Wanted. Just type in that code, Explorers Wanted, and get some money off of your dice. Get 10% off your order. And you know what? Do you have a friend who doesn't listen to this podcast? Do you have a friend who doesn't listen to this podcast but rolls dice? Tell them. Share the, share the love. Share the savings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. Thanks to Die Hard Dice for supporting the show. Okay. Who remembers what happened last time? I am going to pick on Stace. All right, motherfuckers, listen up. Last time on Explorers Wanted, the gang returned from their adventure in the hole in the ground to the village that has a name, Karis, probably, just like the bartender, and found that Dale, our really cool and friendly but treacherous temporary companion, had fled his room at the inn via the window, uh, leaving his luggage behind, but not the metal mind and automaton that was at the center of the party's conflict with him. So after that, the gang pretended Dale was their friend. Well, is Dale actually their friend, though? You know, maybe. In our hearts. Yeah. Like, if the circumstances are right. Went up, searched their friend's bags to... Find some items. I think we got some ciphers out of the deal. Yeah, to rob him. Yeah. But to yeah. care for our probably friend's belongings. Mm-hmm. And of course, being our friend, Dale would want us to use those ciphers in a pinch. Mm-hmm. Immediately following that, the party decided it was a good time to leave town and decided to part ways with Satal, the juggler and uh, criminal. Criminal scum <laughs> and his uh, merchant wagon, and head back to the proving ground for investigation reasons. On the way there, Nix had no idea what was going on anymore, and so begged Dilly for help, <laughs> laying out the teleportation plates mm. that she had 
stolen from the proving ground when Chacha and company rescued her. Hmm. And asked Dilly if he would pretty please re-enter the bone swamp dimension accessible through the plates. And Dilly, being a good friend, uh, did so. And encountered an unknown traveler in there who was apparently also a capacitor like Nix's aunt, who gave Dilly some additional information, apparently up to Nix's situation or maybe even up to Nix's situation, the capacitors in this whole teleportation ring were totally voluntary, uh, wanted to be there and were just waiting to be connected to their hosts if they weren't already. Uh, And the hosts appear to have to be related to the capacitors and each plate was marked with a particular stamp of a particular family. Eventually, this traveler got tired of Dilly's... Oh no, or Dilly was like, can I leave? (laughs) And the capacitor was like, only if I let you. And this black mist starts to form around Dilly and Cha-Cha and Nix become alarmed and engage since Dilly's mind was elsewhere. Astor was available through Dilly's body. And so Cha-Cha and Nix asked Astor for help. And as help, Astor installed mounting mechanisms into Dilly's body for additional robotic arms instead of helping Dilly get out. What did help Dilly get out? A crack in the plate, but how did the crack form? <laughs> Dilly shot the guy in the head while in oh. the plate. Oh, Dilly shot the guy in the head while in the plate. And did the guy turn into a lamprey in this case or not? Yep. Yep. Turned into a lamprey. Dilly shot him in the head, causing a fracture in the plate, which Dilly was somehow able to escape through. Dilly came back through, was horrified at what Astor had done, and had an emotionally charged reaction to that. Yeah. Did Dilly destroy the arms? I feel like Dilly took some sort of like definitive action but i can't remember what it was after kind of holding it hostage for a moment to ask what aster wanted out of anything that he does uh dilly kind of lightly sabotaged it just enough like it still like kind of works but some work would have to go into like fix this minor damage just so it can okay. just basically so aster can't like take over and slip it on oh okay After that, the gang continued to travel back towards the proving ground and as they approached the proving ground they saw three travelers slit throats hanging from a tree uh, with I'm fine to be Nyx or where's Nyx or something like that written on them or cut into them and that's where we ended the episode. Yeah, cut into them. Cut into them. And at least one of them was a Pathfinder. Yeah. So, with that, we're going to go back in time a little bit and Dan, Mm -hmm. you uh, have been waiting at this small village somewhere out of the middle of nowhere you got a message that you were needed there and stannis comes in just like looking like shit from the road her like hair is all like out of place she's got mud on her face like she's clearly like riding through whatever weather there is and she spots you and comes over and i would say Zach has probably worked with Stannis before, mm-hmm. probably not as often as with Vlad, but you're familiar with Stannis and her reputation. Mm-hmm. And she comes in and she just sits down in front of you and says, "Ah, thanks for meeting." It's always a pleasure. It's 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 been honestly far too long. You can I please get you a drink at least, maybe a bucket of water? Yeah, a drink would be good. 
he motions to bartender or, or, or serving uh, sentient of whatever uh, kind uh, for, for drinks. <laughs> serving sentient. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so the bartender comes over and brings some drinks. You've been here a while, so you know that their name is Tomas. Yes. Which is, oddly enough, the same name as this village. Mm. Convenient. Confusing, but convenient. And Stannis takes a deep drink. She's like, thank God. Freezing. I've been riding through the rain for at least a day. And you look at what's so important, what's got you so worked up. Zach, I can't tell you exactly where, because you're a contractor, but mm-hmm. we got hit. We got hit hard. Wow. A lot of a lot of good guardians dead. Damn, that's... Sorry to hear that. That's... I mean, I've worked with the guardians for a long time. I've never seen anything quite... What, what, okay, no, and he, he kind of like, he loses a little bit of like his usual sort of like carefree and he like he leans forward, like, all right, tell me what's going on as much as you can. So, something attacked there. We don't know what. The bodies were drained of blood, they were drained of almost everything. So, initially, we were sent out to find, she thinks we're sexually, like, you've met Nick's Dilly and Cha Cha, right? Oh, yes, we, we had a lovely time. Okay, so witnesses saw Cha-Cha fleeing the scene Mm -hmm. after the attack. So we sent out teams to try to find her. Okay. Along the way, we encountered something else. Mm. Something big, something like, like a nightmare made flesh. And it went through and it tore apart the, the proving grounds, uh, it's all right. Take, take your time. Take a I, drink. Yeah, I just I fix up her glass, and it's it's not the only thing that's taking guardian lives. No, uh, all right. What do you mean? Uh, I I don't know how to say it any other way, Zach. Um, Vlad's gone. Did, w- w- gone? Where did is he? Is he hiding? I, I I have a few dead drops. I can get a message to him if it's no. He's he's dead, Zach. <laughs> No, that that doesn't make any kind of sense. He's he would have no, he would have sent a note. He, <laughs> I, <laughs> that's just that's how he and I were going with Dilly to try to find Cha Cha. Dilly was having some trouble and falling behind. Vlad went back. Oh God, is, is is Dilly all right? Is <laughs> she pauses for a second, just takes a deep breath, and says, "Last time I saw, yeah." Okay, good, good. That's... But I turned around, mm-hmm. and I saw Dilly pulling Vlad's heart out of his chest. that That's not funny. <laughs> D- Dilly, D- D- this this tall. Yeah. D- looks looks like you, he would break if you blew on him too hard. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. I mean, it's... <sighs> and he, he tore out the heart, and then he dropped it, and... I know it's it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Dilly's got that thing inside him. Right. Dilly made it sound like maybe it was that thing, but I didn't want to hear him. Fair. I'm so mad. <sighs> uh, but um, yeah, I he's he's gone, and um, and I I I don't know. Like I'm still dealing with it, but honestly, it kills. I, I, we couldn't even bury him because. Once we saw that creature, we had to chase it down. And I got to tell you, Vlad, I've been riding for a while. I think I've lost track of it. 
So you don't even know where his body is? Well, I know along the way where it is, yeah. All right. How long ago was this? Days. <sighs> scavengers would have probably... You said you were... There was something killing... He's Yeah, he's like shaking. It's like you said there was something killing guardians, drawing, draining their blood. It, yeah. Um, and other things beside. There, there's a lot going on right now, Zach. It's not Dilly. That's something else. Yeah. And um, okay, we've got a Rob. Mm-hmm. It's not just. I mean, that stuff is all bad. We're working on that. Mm-hmm. What we need your help with is. So Nick's went into the proving ground. Okay. This creature tore apart the proving ground. Mm. We don't know what the travelers know. There were Queen's Guard's bodies there, so we don't know what they knew. And honestly, we need to get Dilly in to talk to the Proctors. Yes. And we need to find out what happened with Cha-Cha, too. I I need your help tracking them down and getting them to a safe house for a debrief. (sighs) All right, I... Well, I normally I would have given you the discount, right? Because they're friends. But all of a sudden, I think I should ask for hazard pay. Uh, very well. I, where, where, where do you need me to bring them? She gives you a safe house code name, hmm. and it's Mallet. Mallet, got it. All right, I go get some rest. I don't think I'll be sleeping much tonight. I will, however, bartender. The the top bottle, please. Yeah, you know the one. Tomas brings it over. I've got a few things to plan. Get some rest. I'll find them. I'll see what I can do. I'll contact you once they are in. So I'm the only one here. They are the swath of destruction. Um, and then, hmm. All right, all right, all right, all right. I really don't want this to get violent. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't have hired me. Mm-hmm. So that's a good sign. Um, also, I don't fancy my chances, frankly. But, look, I only spent a short time with them, but what little I knew of them, this... Okay, some of it makes sense. I was going to say this makes no sense, but no, some of it... <laughs> some of it some of it makes more more sense than I'd like it to, but... but all right, I... If nothing else, Vlad deserves answers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna crash out. Yeah, you do that. Good luck. Yeah, luck's my middle name. So, the camera fades out. And we fade back in on Dilly, Cha-Cha, and Nix standing, looking at these three bodies hanging from a tree at the tree line of the wreckage of the Proving Grounds. One clearly a pathfinder of the aerial school, two students, and on one of their bodies, it's carved in, where is Nix? Anybody who wants to could make a perception or investigation roll, depending on what you want to do. It's nine. I want to. It's a three for Dilly. Twelve. <laughs> Dilly gets a two. Oh, I got a twelve. Twinsies. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of their fingers and toes are broken, and at least one of the students has had several teeth forcibly removed. You suspect these three were tortured before they were killed. Damn. Nyx rubs her tongue over her fang nubs. <laughs> Remembering when... <laughs> The travelers try to take her fangs. Mm-hmm. But she will get them down. Okay. Yeah, so uh, if Arya wants to find us, like, let her come, guys. I, uh, I'm i going to build their pyres. Yeah. Dilly is uh, pointedly not looking at the corpses. He's having his own little uh, flashbacks to 
the last corpse he saw. Well, the last important corpse he saw. But he'll say, um, <laughs> oh, no. I know things got a little contentious between you and the Traveler's Nix, but still, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry this happened to them. Yeah, thanks, Dilly. Uh, not, not, a, not all of them were bad, you know? Some of them actually uh, believed. Yeah, man, it's always the systems, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> you're constructing a pyre? Yeah. Okay. When do you want to light the pyre? After dusk. Let Arya come. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. After a 10-hour uh, period of time passes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're going to take a you're gonna take a rest? Yeah. <laughs> is Nyx doing watches, or is she getting a whole night of rest? Well, that depends on how many points she recovers <laughs> in an hour. I don't think actually. She'll do a watch, yeah. Didn't we technically have a 10-hour rest last session? I don't know. You oh, did. yeah. We did. did. Okay, cool. Never mind. After dusk. Whenever that is. Okay. So, you get dark, you light the pyre, and Zach, and you see flickering flames mm-hmm, mm-hmm. across the ruins from where you are. I, I approach cautiously. Are you trying to be sneaky about it? Yeah, he's, he has no idea what to expect. You know, I mean, he knows this was the scene of some level of carnage, uh, and apparently there were queen's guards, and there was all sorts of stuff, and... Uh, so he doesn't know who's there. There might be bandits. There might be anything else. I mean, he's definitely not expecting to run into any of the crew. I mean, he was just, he just figures this is, this is where they were kind of last seen. So he could maybe pick up some kind of trail from here. Uh, that certainly would not expect them to be dumb enough to return here. Uh, but, but, you know, <laughs> sometimes life just, uh, just hands you an easy win. Mm-hmm. Either way, he's kind of, um, approach, uh, yeah, approach cautiously because he has no idea what he's approaching right now. Okay, so give me a stealth roll. Can do, can do. Um, let's see. So that would be, uh, do I have anything that's specific? Yes, I am trained in stealth. Hell yeah. Okay, so you'll have a plus three, because this will be a contested roll. I'm going to go ahead and spend an effort, because he, he is making an effort to do this. So I'm going to spend... Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll spend my free level of effort and the training, so that's a plus six to this roll. Mm-hmm. Nine only, so uh, uh, 15 total. Okay, 15 total. So the rest of you can make perception checks, trying to be a 15. I will say this, Nyx and Cha-Cha, well, actually, probably just Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha, you will be hindered by one step on this because you're by the fire, which is going to fuck with your night vision. Yeah. The same thing would apply to Nyx, except Nyx can also sort of sense heat, so I'm going to allow that to counter this. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Dilly actually will have an asset on top of everything else because it's, he can see in the dark. Well, perfectly. this is, to Nyx, a trap for Arya. Yes. So she's placed herself advantageously for catching Arya. Okay, I'll give you an asset for that. I got a three. Six, so it's a six for Dilly, and Dilly rolls an eight. I rolled a starburst, which I assume is, yes, it is the 20. Nice. <laughs> I thought you meant like you rolled the candy starburst. I'm like, no, starburst, it might not, I don't know what it's supposed to be. Maybe it's a, it's like a little, looks almost like maybe a. Uh, what are the numbers next to it? Is there a two, eight, and 14 next to it? Yes. That's the 20. Could be like a ship's wheel or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Dilly and Nyx. You notice a figure is approaching. Nick can probably see the outline of you. She knows that you're a figure approaching. She probably can't see details yet. Dilly, you can see Zach. But what do they see as Zach approaches? 
Yeah, here's the thing. You both notice about the uh, figure, even after you see it set. He is kind of like like hunched over a little, like he's clearly sneaking, but you don't see his like feet lifting as he, he's kind of like as if he was like in sneak mode and then just kind of silently sliding between <laughs> trees <laughs> without actually mm. moving his legs. It's a little weird. Does Zach have a big audacious hat? Because I kind of at some point I imagine him as like that Barbosa hat kind of thing. He has several hats. He's mostly known for his cape, though. He does, like, swirl it in occasion. Okay. He's big on capes. He does have a selection of hats, but not, like, huge, like, those huge uh, hats. But he's, he's got a small selection. For a rainy day. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yes, you, you do you do see you see that, at least. <laughs> All right. Then Dilly will... Before you say anything, Dilly, should I assume at this point that at some point Dilly has had Cha-Cha do hedge magic to clean all the blood off of him? Or is he still covered in blood? Did I get covered in blood? When you ripped out Vlad's heart. Yeah. Man, you'd think <laughs> maybe Dilly would have at least splashed oh, in a yeah. stream or something. <laughs> so should I assume that, that Dilly would have asked Cha-Cha to hedge magic him in some way at some point? I think so, because Dilly, in the past few days, has been covered in blood and sweat and dirt from the running and the falling down a hole so and the folds mm-hmm. and the f- <laughs> gotta clean those folds and i would say zach as you're approaching because they're at the fire you can see dylan mm-hmm. you know you can see the outline of dilly you can see the outline of nicks and you can sort of see their faces dilly's clothes look like they don't fit very well like they're all like bunched up in weird places mm-hmm but you recognize him, and you can see a small figure over by the fire that seems to just be staring at it that you assume is Cha-Cha. <gasps> just drooling. And Dilly can see mm-hmm. Nyx somewhere behind Zack, uh, like old-school Dracula, like almost like comically, opening her mouth, fangs <laughs> apparent. <laughs> yeah, and this is what, this is what <laughs> I want to bring up. During, while we're waiting for Pyre time, would we have had a, like, a few codes, just like, hey, I see Arya coming. Hey, that's not Arya. Just like s- simple codes or signals like that. Probably a hey, there, Arya's coming code. I don't know about a that's not Arya code. <laughs> kaka! <laughs> just the kaka. All right. Then Dilly will just yell out, not Arya! Not Arya! And then just like start waving. Regardless of how close Nyx is, I can hear the clack of her teeth back together as she slams her jaw shut. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got a nat 20. I'm assuming you were, like, literally on top of him. Oh, I forgot I got a nat 20. I was, like, so puffed pondering the fucking nature of the design of the die. <laughs> Wait. Just appeared yeah. out of the darkness behind me, just ready to murder. This could have been, like, the shortest guest visit ever. <laughs> yeah, Sack just freezes in place as soon as he hears that. Well, I'm going to assume that's Nick's. I come in peace. And he's like holding up his hands. He's, he wasn't carrying any weapons or anything. He clearly is like, come in peace, unarmed. What's up, Zach? Hey, uh, y'all mind if I take a seat by the fire? Yeah, you know what? It's cold out here. You probably better sit down, actually. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's do that. He turns towards the fire and, you know, clearly his eyes go directly to, to Dilly and his face, I'm not going to say it's unreadable, because you can always roll, roll the die and read it, uh, but he's, he's definitely, his expression immediately grows a little bit more guarded. You, it's not actively hostile, it's not a snarl, but it's clearly, like, some of that, you know, natural, like, hey, how are you, that he always has with him, like, just fades away as soon as he sees Dilly. But he is approaching now. 
Zach would definitely see Deli kind of like light up for a second, but then kind of like remember and then kind of look down, just like not quite shame, but kind of shame, mm-hmm. but not good. As Zach gets closer to to the light, Dilly, you you would have noticed this with your dark vision, but but now the rest of the party can notice. He's dressed pretty much as he usually is. Surprisingly garish colors that he has a weird knack for being able to kind of like hide when needed. The one thing you do notice is not not a hat, but he is wearing really weird shoes. They look like too big for his feet, almost almost clown shoe at first. Except they are segmented and green. And they seem to have antennas and just <laughs> lots and lots of little legs on the sides that just kind of do that little caterpillar uh, slash centipede uh, uh-huh. thing as he moves with them. You can hear chittering. There is no chittering. They're completely silent. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's, he's wearing those proudly, though, as he approaches. He's like, ah, long time now see. I was not expecting to see you all here, but hey, you you do manage to keep me on my toes, uh, don't you? It's it's good to see you all again, I think. I hope. Come in peace. And he takes a step away from Dilly. Come in peace. Friend. Yeah. Dilly's clothes do look even more odd right now, and then you notice that where Cha-Cha is by the fire, her entire left arm and shoulder seems to be insubstantial, and both her red cape on that corner and her romper is just, like, has sort of, like, flopped down like there's nothing holding that part of it up. Mm. Hey, Zach, how, how you been? How's things with you? Oh, you know, just I've been just doing a few errands, traveling, hearing news... And he kind of like sweeps his, his cape aside. He's got a you know little travel rucksack under that and just shrugs it off, puts it on the ground, and then sits on it, using it as a seat, and turns to face the group. All right. I've, I've heard I've heard what's happened, I think. It's a bit jumbled, apparently. I, I mean, I'm not surprised after the time we spent together uh, traveling that uh, the reports that I've heard have been a bit confusing at best. But I heard about, I heard about Vlad, and uh, he, he kind of like looks down at the ground. Dilly, what, what happened? I'm so sorry. I, I, as we, I thought me and Aster were kind of building a rapport, and I let him take over for a little bit because he has better sense balance, and I was falling off the, uh, our steed, and then, and then I still don't know quite what. The process was, but we saw a creature. Chacha calls it Buddy Cop. We saw a creature, and then we started to slow down, and then Vlad got closer, and then Aster reacted and killed him. Mm. Ripped out his heart, I said. Yeah, and left me holding it. Dilly, for a moment, you can remember the feel of Vlad's heart in your palm. I think everyone would see very briefly, like, an illusion of blood on Dilly's hands before Dilly kind of, like, quickly clenches them and suppresses the illusion. Sack looks back down at the ground for a moment. I suppose of all the ways to go. No, no, no. Nope. Still still a terrible way to go. Never mind. Um, he would... I was going to say he would have appreciated it, but no, no, probably not, actually. Um, I... He's up at dealing with it. Is it under control now? Um, Dilly just shrugs. Fair enough. I... Look, I can't claim to know you well, not any of you, but... What little I've met and what Vlad told me back in the day, I don't... Well, frankly, Dilly, I don't think you have it in you. Not not to do that, not to him. 
At least not without a very good reason, and I can't imagine him giving you that reason. No, but... I- but you're still dangerous as fuck, Dilly. You are... All three of you, from everything I'm hearing, are apparently just forces of destruction beyond... I mean, look, there are probably organizations dedicated to bringing you down at this point. Not the ones you know about. New ones. I've been around for a while. I've seen it happen. Groups of adventurers will go in. They'll try and fix things. A generation later, there are legends about the monsters that once roamed the land. And look, I'm I'm not sure if I'm, I'm jealous or appreciative or concerned about the fact that you all seem to be creating these legends as you go. Frankly, it's impressive. And I don't think any of you are necessarily bad people. But I think the chaos that you're causing is starting to hurt people that it shouldn't. I'm not here to stop you. I don't fancy my chances against any of you, especially you, Nick. So you would just, you just, just destroy me. <laughs> Have you gotten just... You look... You look like maybe half a decade gruffer or so. <laughs> I mean, that's just, just 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 the vibe I'm getting right now. Point is, I'm, I'm look, I'm not here to fight. I'm not here to tell you that you need to retire or anything. Look, I, I'm the last person that could ever tell anybody that. I was here for a good time, not a long time. It turns out I'm very good at the good time, and it turned into a long time. And frankly, I, I hope for the same for all of you. But... It doesn't change the fact that there are... <sighs> shit's getting real hairy, and there are people who need answers. They've asked me to escort you back to a safe house to hopefully answer some of those questions so that some of this can be fixed, whatever we can. Now, looking around here and the fact that you are here, I was not expecting to find any of you here. This is a surprise. <laughs> Convenient. Surprising. <laughs> I take it you all have tasks of your own to complete. It's, it's It seems to be the pattern with your kind. So what are we doing? Let's get it done. And then I would ask that you consider joining me. Just take some time at the safe house and see if we can answer some questions. Uh, yeah. Until then, you have my assistance. Now, what are we doing? Who are we? Who are we murdering? I assume <laughs> with the fact that Nick's ne- quite nearly uh, murdered me, you're expecting company. Uh, yeah, actually, um, one of uh, Dilly's old friends from the Nixos. I, I I never met her until uh, a couple days ago. Oh shit! One of my old friends from the Nixos. Yeah, I remember you killed her something or other. I can't Beyonce. remember. <laughs> oh, Fia. Oh, that seems a lot more important than that. What's supposed to be? I was gonna say like her friend, but like I feel like Beyonce escalates the matter, makes it kind of worse. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, ex-fiance of this Nixos enforcer that uh, uh, ex-fiance. I mean, like they're not engaged anymore, Chacha. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of why I think we sow chaos. Is we kind of <laughs> forget details and mishandle relationships, you know? E- but anyway, yeah, she's out and about, probably nearby. Oh, by the way, she looks like this. And then Dilly will throw up a quick, like, image just so Zach knows what Arya looks like. Daniel, I, I know who Arya is, right? Do I know what she looks like with, like, the image, like, tip me off? Or I don't think you've seen her in person before. You know her by reputation. Okay, but I have heard the name. Yeah, I heard. Okay, so yeah, so the, the name at the very least and the fact that, you know, everything they're explaining, I think, would, would, would link the, the, the dots for me. Mm-hmm. Zach's eyes went, oh, Oh, well, oh, damn, I'm, that's, that one's a nasty piece of work, isn't it? Uh, that's, that's what it, that's what they look like. All right. 
Oh, good. At least I was afraid that you were going to tell me you were waiting for a hammer and stone or something. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Oh, she's also around here somewhere. But she's not like a target. Oh, God. This is... <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. I, I, I heard rumors. She was... You're, this is all... She's involved in uh, this. Yeah, she is a... Uh, she's my former childhood friend's grandmother. And... Uh, she wants to drag me back to the queen. Right, extra hazard pay then. <laughs> All right. But, like, it's cool. Like, she had her chance and she didn't, so I kind of think we're probably cool. <laughs> Off to the side, sure. Dilly's just shaking his head like... <laughs> <laughs> sure, yes, that sounds likely. Right, well, but, but she's not our problem today. It's Arya then. All right, so what's what's the plan other than, I guess, hoping that she and moths have a lot in common? He says, motioning to the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, it's a better pr- plan than it probably looks like, Zach, because she actually, so these are funeral pyres, and, uh, she killed three travelers, and what is it called, Dilly or Chacha, when you, like, you write on somebody, but you're, you're cutting them? Oh, she cut into them. Where is Nyx? So. Are you sure it was her? I mean, the, like, the nature of the split throats leads me what, what about your other friends? I mean, like, we haven't exactly been the greatest people as certain people have just told us we haven't been. I, I think Arya and Jima are the only two specifically going for Nyx, besides the... But what about the snakes? Oh, the imps. Didn't they also murder a village for Nyx? Listen, all right, so, Zach, I have to say, like, you made some really good points, and honestly, right now, my plan is to, like, do what I started out to do, which is save my mom, and then just maybe walk into the beyond forever. Like, I don't know, thinking about options. But, like, I didn't ask these fucking imps to love me. I got bit by a fucking brooch on accident, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really not on us. Did Mm -hmm. we know that Cha-Cha would accidentally create a kaiju when she refused to open the door, which is, like, what the Guardians are all the fuck about, and we're more than happy to tell them that at their stinking... I don't know if Nyx would use stinking. I'm gonna roll. Safe house. Their gosh darn (laughs) safe house. (laughs) Those fuckers (laughs) in their dang safe house. And uh, it turns out the travelers are just fucking full of evil. So, like, yeah. Do I have a few too many, like, bodies on my tally? Absolutely. But these organizations need to take a look at themselves and wonder how they contributed to this fucking current situation. Because, honestly, hey, Cha-Cha, who can open the door, we're not going to tell you shit until you swear over your life to us unconditionally based on three facts that we told you is, like, not a good fucking system. What? I mean, fair. I'm, uh, there's a reason I'm a contractor, frankly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not taking that deal. <laughs> But, look, again, I can't claim that my hands are clean here in any way, shape, or form. It's just... Did did you not wash your hands? Well, it's it's been a long day, and I've been traveling, and I literally just sat down at the fire. But, I mean, I was thinking later, before bed. Oh. Uh, Assuming, you know, that the violence and bloodshed didn't didn't break out, which, (laughs) I mean, it's it's still early. So, but, here's the thing. I've I've done the whole walking off into the distance thing, and... It gets old after a while. Look, uh, just take it from somebody who's been around for a few turns. You you achieve one goal, and you achieve another, and then you achieve a third, and there's there's always something a little bit more after. Don't give up tomorrow just to get something done today, is what I'm saying. We can still get shit done today. 
It's more fun if you get to drink about it tomorrow, though. Yeah, well... Point is, if we can at least fix a little of the damage, it might help in the long run, because I have a feeling that you all are a little bit like me. Here for a good time, not a long time, but hey, if everything you've done and survived is any indication, I'm sorry to say you're probably here for a long time, too. Yeah, if I could ju- if we could just fix the messes that we've made, I would happily just go back to a quiet life. Happily. You know, I've said that myself a few times, and yet here I am sitting around the table with, uh, sorry, sitting around a bonfire with... By the way, why is there about a quarter less chacha than there used to be before? Hi. I mean, like, when you don't open the door, there are choices you make. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was open up the door and everybody becomes real or don't open the door and I don't become real. And I went like with option three. Hmm. You know, I appreciate that. And for the for what it's worth, I, I want to say I'm proud of you. I, I'm not sure I can, but I want to <laughs> because, yeah, you, you look, you took the road less traveled and that's there's something to that. Now, the road less traveled appears to have, from what I'm understanding... Unleash some kind of force of destruction. Yeah, that was the yeah. unforeseen consequence of option three. Yeah, yeah. All right, so one thing at a time. Did make Buddy Cop theoretically killable. But, yeah, we also superpowered up Gma so to fight Buddy Cop, so that that's a thing. Gma who's this? Amaranth Stone. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh! Oh. I gave oh. her poison you, wait, darts. You, you, she has poison darts now. And she's self-healing. <laughs> it, it's... Why? I tried. I really tried. <sighs> okay, she's she's not our problem tonight, though, right? We're, we're clear on this. Okay. Not tonight, anyway. Well, not Maybe. that we like, know of. Yeah. She could be in a bush. Okay, I mean, no, we would never know. Like, but when she decides to end us, I guess see, that's just... Look, it's kind of like the sun exploding. It would happen, and there's nothing we would be able to do about it, so we may as well live our lives as if the sun has not exploded for the next eight minutes or so. So I'm going to live my life as if Amaranth is not out there right now and just focus on the moment, I think. And the moment appears to be that we are waiting for, for yet another assassin, right, to, to arrive. Yeah. Yep. And we're doing it here because okay. we were on our way to the uh, Proving Ground to go to the library there. Mm. Which we're assuming is still standing. Or books are scattered around, you know. Hopefully. General clues. Close enough. Yeah. Very well, in that case, let's, uh... Well, I suppose let's, uh, let's wait for, uh, the assassin du jour and, uh, de- deal with, with that problem for now. Mm. I'm so going to just need to get paid more for this, I swear. And yeah, he's, he's suggesting, uh, kind of like sitting back down and just, uh, going into thought for a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So far, Arya has not shown up. Are you guys going to go to sleep? Are you guys going to set watches? Uh, Dilly is going to stay. Awake. Just going to stay up all night, like, <laughs> hard drinking by the fire. <laughs> probably not hard drinking. Uh, Dilly will at least be up probably all night, using his illusion to kind of obfuscate the silhouettes that we're casting from the bonfire. That's clever. So when Arya eventually does show up, if she does, we at least have a chance to dodge the first attack. Okay. Well, if Dilly's taking doing that, is anybody else going to be on watch? Oh, yeah. Nyx. Or does that negate the need? No, Nyx is going back into ambush area position um, and will stay like that until the pyres die down. Totally. Okay. 
that happens. Yeah. So I assume you're good. It's like a watch shift, essentially. Like the fires will be died out at, by that sort of halfway through the night point, if not earlier. I'm assuming. I haven't burned a dead body before, so I don't know like what three of them take as far as burning time by standard fire. Maybe like a like a, a rain cloud passes by and it's just like. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, yeah, it could be. It could be. Weird Numenera weather where it just dumps directly <laughs> onto the pyre nowhere else. Yeah. I, it actually <laughs> sucks the fire up. It needs all the heat. But it's definitely not like you're cooking them low and slow. Oh, this one's, this one's going on the FBI watch list. But according to Google, uh, <laughs> two to three hours is how long a human body takes to burn on a pyre. That's le- a lot less than I expected. Okay. <laughs> Although I think this is for like cre- full on cremation. Yeah, yeah, no, probably what? fires. Oh, Daniel, I forgot. Hi, FBI. In accordance with tenant number four, scavenge bodies, Nyx would have taken their most useful shit before burning them. (laughs) Okay, enough. Proper funeral pyre, six hours. All right. Yeah, you think three bodies, four to six hours? That makes sense to me. Okay. Like if I was microwaving. Yeah, yeah. A body on a a standard funeral pyre. Yeah. So it's a good chunk of the night. Just, just. Nice burning corpses. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to. The first couple hours even smell delightful, frankly. <laughs> it's like a barbecue. Mm-hmm. As soon as that happens, Nick's no longer wants to eat the bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for some reason, everybody else in the group, however, is getting a little peckish. <laughs> it has awkward, awkward thoughts. <laughs> awkward thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's thinking uh, it. No yeah. one says it. <laughs> well, Chacha probably says it. <laughs> we could just, you know, break off a little bit. Just no, Cha Cha. No, no. I mean, Nyx does it. Why can't we? I. It's can't come up with a good reason. Nyx, Nyx is different. It's it's hard to argue with that one. Okay, so the fires die down at about the six hour mark. Still no sign of Arya. Well, we live another day, guys. All right. Damn it. Is it still middle of the night? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Nyx takes her sleepy time. Okay. Dilly will remain awake since he can see in the dark. Damn, Dilly. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Such a hard worker. Okay, so the next morning comes. You guys wake up. There's the, you know, remnants of the pyre that you guys had built next to you. You have not been attacked in the night, thankfully. Although you do see, like, a weird slime trail in the grass a little ways away. Not sure what that was. The other thing is that, Nyx, you feel like shit, and you are four might points down. Ugh, I need to hydrate more. Dilly didn't see what the slime trail was, because he stayed awake. He did stay awake. Go ahead and give me a perception roll of 15. That is a nine with my efforts. 17. Okay, you saw something. It was a snail about the size of a Great Dane. And it was the fastest fucking snail you've ever seen <laughs> in your life. Like, you're not sure if it had turned at you that you could have outrun it. <laughs> Dilly just watched it go by. It's like, huh, maybe it knew Nyx was nearby. I would hope it would run. <laughs> All right, so on to the proving grounds, or are we going to continue to wait for her? I mean, moving targets are the best kind of trap, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, let's go read some books or whatever. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> the one time reading actually solved a problem. And you know what? Just real quickly, all this watching and percepting, Dilly is going to advance and take us a, a training in a perception. 
Okay, cool. Nix, evens or odds? Evens. Dan, yes. roll me a die. Tell me if you get even or odd. All right, let's see. And that is a 18. Nice. Okay, cool. <gasps> Nix, evens or odds? Evens. Samson, roll die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Six. Evens, baby. The library is still standing. Oh. <laughs> Most of the other buildings in the Proving Grounds are wrecked. Some of them are only sort of half there. Most of them are destroyed. You don't see anybody around. The uh, kitchens are sort of torn into, so you can sort of see, like, even the building is torn open, and then there's that little, like, where the doors would have led down to the basement and have been torn open. But the library is mercifully untouched. Huh. I mean, good for Buddy Cuff for uh, supporting literature, I guess. Buddy Cuff is part of Big Library. It's been revealed. Probably because no one goes to the library. So, like, probably because no one was in there, you guys. <laughs> but we should search all the buildings before we uh, settle in and just make sure there are no surprises. And also to catalog the dead. Okay. Okay. And loot the storerooms. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So what what are you guys doing? First searching and seeing if there's anyone alive in the compound. Oh, I thought we were going to loot first, search later. <laughs> I mean, while you're looting, you'll find them. <laughs> Maybe Cha-Cha's looting. Nyx is conducting an exhaustive search. <laughs> that sounds more reasonable. <laughs> Saying, mm -hmm. let's be in character. <laughs> <laughs> Going to be an intellect-driven, like, perception-y role of nine. I'll use a level of intellect. Effort. Mm -hmm. During the searching and looting, Dilly's just keeping an eye out for uh, Varia. Okay. What did you get, Stace? Six. There are only dead bodies here. There is nobody left alive. Uh, is Josa mm -hmm. or Heyu or any other plot? <laughs> you do not see Heyu. Okay. You do not see Josakin's body either. I mean, Nyx is going to start building a Another big-ass pyre. Probably pretty low one, you know? But... Okay. Pacha's gonna help as she's looting, like, putting the uh, not-useful rubbish in the big pile for fire. Mm-hmm. So the good news is you'll find as much food as you need. Hell yeah. You're gonna find the equivalent of 200 shins across these bodies and one cipher. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Is the food store here just protein bars? Oh, yeah, because it's so efficient, Dilly. Mm -hmm. But, like, let me tell you, nighttime in the barracks, like, sleep with your mouth closed. You know what I'm saying? And everyone got pink Still eye. My asthma. <laughs> Such harsh training. <laughs> <laughs> So the cipher is buoyancy. It is a injector for one hour after activating it. The user can't be submerged in any liquid. They will always bounce right back up to the top. Nice. So basically you could save two people or multiple people for an hour by making yourself an inflatable mm -hmm. raft. What about uh, mm -hmm. Nix's artifacts and ciphers? You do not find them here, Nix. Fat bastards. They they just took him and ran and left us with buoyancy. Does anyone really want buoyancy? I'll, I'll keep it because I have the slots, but if someone really wants to be buoyant, 
Oh, yeah, Chacha, keep it. Really seems to uh, suit you for some reason. Yeah, and I'm uh, full up. So. Buoyancy suits me. Zach, you notice that the side of Dilly's clothing is, is pretty sweaty. Yes. Oh. Um, actually, Dan. <laughs> but have you been holding it? No, I guess not. Oh, no. <laughs> flaps. The flaps. Let's give this a, a perception thing, Zach. Uh, you're going to have two assets sure. on this because you've been traveling sure. with Dilly for this. Because there are two sweat stripes. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be uh, six. Sure. This is just a standard like intellect perception type thing? Yep. I'm just going to roll. I don't think I have anything that helps with that. Nope. So just a straight up roll. And the dice says, <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> I got an at one. I, I have no wow. idea. Dilly, Dilly, Dilly looks as, as, as innocent and normal as he ever has. I, Dilly smells amazing. Use some deodorant, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's an at one. Yeah. I, I, I think you get to screw me over somehow with that one. I mean, I'm happy that I got the nat one on this. Mm. Sure, let's get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Dilly's sweaty, but, you know, he, he also kind of looks kind of limpy. Like, he just let himself go. It's probably not anything to worry about. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, he's he's going through a lot of stuff right now. He's, he's going through a rough time. I'm, I'm trying not to be, you know, I was kind of rough on him last night. But, I mean, I think uh, now's the time to, uh, you know, cultivate more more friendly relations so that we can hopefully all move forward. So, uh He's just gonna as, as he passes by, uh, you know, he's he's helping with the uh, with carrying the bodies and separating piles of stuff and whatever. Just just being generally helpful. And as he he passes by, uh, Dilly, he kind of just gives him a uh, quick thumbs up, like looking good, good work, good work, and just kind of keeps uh, keeps gliding along. You notice he he does a lot less stepping lately, thanks to his fancy shoes. He just kind of like just like stands and just lets lets the shoes kind of. Just uh, just move him around. It's it's he's, he just seems to enjoy mm-hmm. that a lot. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, he just kind of like gives Dilly like good job, buddy. Kind of <laughs> thumbs up and, and keeps moving. <laughs> Dilly kind of awkwardly just like what? Uh, Nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> goddamn caterpillar shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Uh, so what are you guys doing? I assume once we finish dealing with the dead, we will go check out the library. That's fair. Mm-hmm. What are you guys looking for there? Next is going back to the beginning. She is looking for Mordaikin's journals first. Then she'll try to find Josa's. All right, guys. We're looking for, like, any mentions of the plate or, in general, like, a conspiracy. Okay. Yeah. Dilly will be looking for what he's going to assume is, like, a nano or a right. Somebody must have built the plates or have theorized about this uh, Mm -hmm. circuitry. You want to call it that? So Dilly's trying to find the person who probably built or made anything in helping uh, Nyx with uh, this search. Okay. Zach doing anything specific? So I, I have an inability with lore, <laughs> knowledge, and understanding, uh, frankly. Uh, so so Zach's not going to be any help with the books, but uh, what, what Zach is, is self-aware enough to know that he's not going to be any help with the books. So he's like, all right, you uh, y'all... Look, I'm good with people, all right? Uh, so let's just, I'll be outside. I'll keep an eye out in case any of the various and sundry assassins that are after you happen to show up. Uh, yes, I think that's that's how I best can help in this situation. He kind of just picks up one of the books like by the back covers and mm-hmm, <laughs> puts it back down again. They're all journals. <laughs> <Non-fiction>. <laughs> just, by the way, they're just like 
personal journals. Oh no! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! It's it's like when you go into a bookstore <laughs> and you walk into the like, the biography section. And you're like, no, no, why would I read any of these? Who who are these people? Autobiography section. Yeah, there you get the mm-hmm. autobiography section, no less. It's like really. Mm-hmm. So no, it's not helping with the research, but he is at least going to keep watch outside. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to start with Stace. Actually, no, I'm going to start with Dilly. Dilly, the travelers, as you can imagine, have a really odd way of organizing these books, if it can even be called that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick's, I think, occasionally here is like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Just like quietly in a different aisle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely, like, occasionally you come across a book that is, like, on its side of top of some of the other books that clearly, like, somebody may have been intending to reshelve, but just left it there and forgot about oh. it. Savages! Oh, they even dog-eared this one. Fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Samson, I think it's going to be a 15. All right. I'm assuming this is some kind of research, searching, investigating sort of role. Mm-hmm. Cool. I got nothing for it. Mm-hmm. Aww. <laughs> I can bring that to a nine with my efforts, and I'll bring it all the way to a three with all four levels of effort. Nine. Okay. So you find some books that you think have some sort of relation to some of the, you know, particular Numenera projects that have been significant and taken on over time. There is a distinct gap in the records starting about 50 years ago. Okay. You're fairly sure that the person that would have been, or at least they, according to the records you have, who would have been kind of leading those kinds of projects at the time was Sarah Ma. Sarah Ma. Does Dilly get the sense that she was a nano or she was just kind of like the traveler in charge of, like, the project manager, we'll call it? She seems to have too much of a technical understanding of what's happening at the time. Mm-hmm when that would have happened that you that you don't think that they would be necessarily like the somebody who's kind of like just being a project manager like this it's somebody who had some kind of clear understanding of it there's just like basically in the records like she takes over and then it's a 50-year gap before it's the current person interesting okay okay Nix, you know the library here, so you will for sure find... I don't know if Nix has ever stepped foot in this building. <laughs> so I will say this. This library is organized the way Nix would organize something. <laughs> so she heads straight to the back wall, and there she sees exactly what she expects to find, which is like a special mm-hmm. little table holding <laughs> Mordai Kin's mm-hmm. set of journals. Yes, that is exactly what you find. Nix will start, I don't know how prolific... He was, but Nyx will start to flip through them looking for any sort of mention of plates. You don't find any specific mention of plates in Mordaikin's journals. Or, I guess, teleportation or, any, you know, keywords. You do see there is a mention in the journal, at least in one place, that, you know, till the Acolyte has achieved total freedom of movement. Okay, but nothing really beyond that, just more of a goal, something aspirational. Mm-hmm. So does it, I mean, but does it imply that it was possible at that time for an acolyte to achieve complete freedom of movement, or did it seem like an organizational goal? Mordaikin actually had kind of an odd way of writing, like, so it was quirky. Like, on one hand, it was, like, incredibly practical, but then she was also fond of, like, metaphor. So 
it's probably a little hard to tell. Like, it's the kind of thing that if you had been looking at it while you were there, you probably would have just assumed that it was an aspirational, metaphorical thing. Uh, Nyx will take the all the volumes and just put them into, like, a, a large sack for for Tilly to peruse later mm-hmm. and for her to, to read at her leisure. <laughs> and then next she's on the hunt for Joseph's journals. Okay. Joseph's journals are not present. Um, then Nyx will just slowly devolve into pulling random journals off the shelves, flipping through them, looking for particular words. Yeah. So my question is, is that when Nyx and Dilly decide that they need a break from looking through these books, when they come into like the, the next room, like where the sort of watch is being happened, what conversation between Zach and Cha-Cha is happening? <laughs> hmm. I think Cha-Cha's definitely demonstrating the ghost hand. Yeah, I was going to say, Zach's going to be real, real curious about ghost hand. Like they're, they're probably like, mm. like, like trying to play catch or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But not touching Zach with the ghost hand. I will be clear. Oh, no, no. Zach would also not have at no point asked to be touched with ghost hand or, or, or in any way. Uh, he doesn't make a lot of physical contact with people. Especially Cha-Cha. So, and it's, he knows enough to just especially not make physical contact with Cha-Cha, yes. Uh, he's, he's not sure which parts mm-hmm. of Cha-Cha are dangerous, so he assumes all of them are. That's right. That's it's correct. It's all no-no that zone. That is correct, mm-hmm. yeah. That is, yeah, that is, that is correct assumption, mm-hmm. both in this game and just in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Assume all mm-hmm. parts of other people are highly dangerous, <laughs> possibly corrosive, and do not touch unless you have been given <laughs> you have been given very explicit permission and, in, in certain cases, assurances. Mm. <laughs> just like a cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. It, it shows that I'm a cat owner, right? <laughs> I have the scars to prove it. <laughs> but yes, other than that, you know, Sackis is not exactly doing a, a scientific method testing of like Chacha's ghost arm, but it's more of a, okay, so let's try this, you know, kind of thing. He's waved books through her hand, uh, you know, just trying to see if anything has a different effect or whatever. But yeah, other than that, just having a good time testing the, the limits of, of Chacha's apparent slow fade from reality. <laughs> Incidentally, this research takes some time. So, like, as you guys are kind of coming back in there, Dilly, you are moist and itchy as hell. Nice. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, Dilly keeps uh, rolling his shoulders as he comes in. All right, so, Sarah Ma, I, what are you guys doing? Good science! I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> so, Sarah Ma, Nix, does that name mean, mean anything to you? Does it mean anything to Nix? Sounds kind of familiar. Nix, you could make a history roll to see if you remember anybody mentioning that. Could just be an intellect role. Are there any juicy whispered rumors about her? Because then I could use recent events and rumors. Well, it's not recent, so... Recent events, comma, and rumors. Okay. It's not a rumor. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nyx is going to approach this confidently. Well. And I'll spend one level of intellect effort. 20. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that name getting mentioned at one point, but almost in passing. Like, it sounded like they were somebody important, and you got the impression that they were a Pathfinder of some type, but they didn't appear to be based out of the Approving Grounds, and you never met them. They never seemed to be present. But that was shortly after you initially joined. You don't remember really hearing about it later. Ah, but for a major effect... I want a bone, Daniel. I want a fucking bone. Uh, I, want, I want in the course of, of, of pondering the, you know, what Nix knows about Sarah Ma, some sort of moment of enlightenment. 
So you got the impression that the Sarah Ma probably ended her tenure in, just in whatever she was doing for whatever reason shortly after you joined the Travelers. Based off of what Dilly is, you know, sharing with you, I mean, you did get the impression that whoever it was was like not a typical traveler in the sense that they were very focused on the actual technical aspects of Doom and Era. You got the impression that the travelers may have been even up until recently much more varied back then. And you could probably put two and two together that, like, those were people that were, or at least the Sarah Ma probably was the, at least would have been very involved in the recent activities of the program. Is there any sort of crumb there that's like, all right, go here next? <laughs> like, when she departed, you know, would Nix put it together, Lampreys and Charmond, you know, could she possibly gone to Charmond? Yeah, she could have. You need somebody who was like in charge of this program. Like, so if you wanted to stop it, you would need Josa or you would need whoever this person is that's doing it now, presumably. Or you could try to find Sarah Ma, see if she knows. Well, yeah. Dilly, who succeeded uh, Sarah Ma? Dan, if I remember right, Dilly didn't find that. Though. Would that have been part of the gap in the records? It would have been part of one of the subsequent volumes, one that was relatively recent-ish. You only have like a partial journal, like they'd only filled up one journal at this point as far as taking up this role. Um, and that is Kara Missa. You know what's really okay. freaking weird? Uh, Mix would notice is that like Mordai Ken and Joseph Ken, Sarah Ma and Kara Mista, Missa. Missa. I didn't put a T in there. What the fuck? Oh, because I said Mista Mista. Oh. <laughs> Because I was thinking of sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> are are noted with two names, which is uncommon for people to keep their surnames or have mm. a surname, I don't know, assigned. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Kara Missa, I believe. I, it wasn't really a full journal. It was like barely halfway filled. So Kara Missa is a pathfinder that you have heard of, but they're not in Navarine. They're in another country, specifically Dreolus. I was like a suspected Dreolus, Daniel. I was like, Dreolus for sure. We just need to find out uh, where uh, she's assigned, Dilly. And then uh, I say we go and find her. Like? Probably. The Wayhouse she's assigned to? I didn't think travelers were assigned to places. They just kind of went about their business. Well, Pathfinders are like, kind of give that up, Dilly, to support the organization. So like Pathfinder Jen was in charge of the... Uh, or is in charge of, of the Charmond Wayhouse. And like the Pathfinders here all were like teachers or like readers, you know. Okay. But wait, doesn't Nyx know that she's in Dreolus or was that just the rumor? Oh, was that something Nyx knew? Yeah, that was something that you but have she, heard yeah. that name, that she was in another country. So yeah, we just got to find out like where in Dreolus. Somewhere in Dreolus. Oh, we probably have to go to Key. We're going to follow that lead. Damn it. Like that was. Isn't that where, like, Satal was going? <laughs> no, Satal was going to, like, Bodra, which is, like, probably kind of hot for us right now. Uh, I don't think so. We haven't been to Bodra. I mean, it's in Navarine, is, like, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, Zach, you ready to go to Key? You said you'd help? I said I was at your service, at least until we can, you know, you feel safe enough that we can go to the safe house, and uh, they just want to talk. That's, that's all they really told me. Well, where is the safe house? I don't know if you can tell us exactly where, but... What would I know? I'm assuming it's a, at least a few days away. Yeah, it's probably two days away. 
It's about two, two, maybe three, if we take it easy, days from here. Yeah, probably a little bit to the southwest. I points in that general direction. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, going to trails is going to take like months. How do we know that the uh, guardians are going to let us go, though, Dilly? After I mean, maybe that's not a bad thing, Dilly. At least for a little. I came here for one reason, and that was to save my mom. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, I'd like to stand here and say I can give you my assurance that they will not in any way harm or try to stop or blah, blah, blah. But I'm just a contractor. We, are, we all know what my word is worth. I can at least tell you that they chose to send me. They didn't send a group of warriors. They didn't send, you know, anybody to arrest you. They sent a friend. Yeah. And uh, Mama J was kind of interested in the plate. So maybe we can talk to the Guardians and they can help out or at least it does sound like you guys could use some friends yeah absolutely i'm just worried that if we do kind of disappear for if we go to trails we'd probably be gone for like half a year before we like got back if we did get back and then by then the guardians might not be as uh polite as uh zach put it <laughs> that's one way to phrase it mm-hmm and if nothing else depending on the answers and depending on what they decide you might not end up with a little bit of backup if you can make it clear to them that your interests and theirs might align somehow. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. If they don't give the right answers, then it's a problem. But like... Oh, then I feel bad for them, given your history. I really don't like go around... I'll be sure to get paid up front, <sighs> is all I'm saying. I, I, I just... I, I really don't like go around just like killing people. You know, <laughs> like, it's either an accident or self-defense or... Proactive self-defense. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Self-defense is what I'm talking about here. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like my chances. And uh, depending who's at the, at the safe house, I might not like their chances either. Frankly, I, I think all anybody wants here is just to figure out what the hell's going on and figure out some next steps. Sounds like you all need a little bit of that, too. Fine. Like, if they're cool, I'm cool. Cha-cha, what do you think? I mean, it's an option. I'm still trying to understand the idea of someone arresting me when one of my hands doesn't exist. I, we're not being arrested. We're just... No, no, I, I, look, I'm... Okay, a cap. Straight up. <laughs> not a cop. All guards are bastards, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's all Queen's guards are bastards. But yeah, I guess so. Yeah, a, a quad, a quad, a quad, a quad. A I think it's still a cap, but anyway. it's a Q. <laughs> yeah, it's still a cap, but a Q. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess we do have to go and do something. We can't just keep lighting fires. Although fires are really cool. <laughs> Dilly is taken aback that Chacha just said that. <laughs> all right. Um, if we're all in agreement, then I say let's finish up our business here and be on our way. The quicker we do it, the quicker you can continue on your quest. Yeah, and actually, just real quick before we head out, Nick's. Would there be any, like, secret vaults or secret catches that the uh, travelers would have had, at least in the Proving Grounds? I mean, there were, like, restricted areas where the Pathfinders could go. Okay. Should we check those places first? Sure. Daniel, are, are there any that are there any that weren't, like, that were still closed off? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what, what would the Pathfinders... Well, there were their offices, uh, which are over in this... Uh, this building always kept lock, lock, locked. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did your teeth get in the way of that one? I was milking earlier, so it's all just a little sore. 
Next, we'll go over to the uh, somewhat flattened administrative building <laughs> to the basement there. Okay. It's all domino mass and sex toys. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, so in there, it just seems to be, they've got a really, probably the best one you ever saw here, like weight set. Oh. This is like, you found the executive workout room (laughs) of the Benevolent Society of Travelers. No wonder. But is it like useful? Chacha, this explains their gains. I mean, are they actual good gains or are they just like fake gains? Like, do these weights actually weigh anything? Uh, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for fake weights, which are a real thing. Oh, they're real weights. <laughs> Imagine just having this stuff, Cha-Cha, and like not. But are they like relying on body weight? Good machines? Next, look over here. Look at all these supplements. Damn. They have one for every hour of the day. So many buckets of bone broth powder. <laughs> 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 and more of these damn protein bars. I knew there was a reason they were always disappearing. I knew that I was like as strong as a pathfinder. I knew. Yeah. Well, we're going to come back here. <laughs> and and do what? Steal the weights, Dilly. And just carry them around? I probably uh, have to obtain a cart. You could build a cart, actually. I uh, uh, guess. After. After we have solved all our problems. Can't just carry around a whole gym. Right. No, you're, yeah, Dilly, after, obviously. Like, we're going to lock it back up. All right. Was that it? Is that all? That- That's all that was in there. <laughs> Just a swole hole. Just their secret gym. <laughs> swole hole. Yeah. Nyx will take the most likely looking of the supplements. <laughs> <laughs> Rule for chalkiness. Tastes like a gel capsule. <laughs> Nyx chews it. She Aww. doesn't know. <laughs> so, where are you guys going? What are you doing? Sounded like we were uh, on agreement to to go off to the safe house. So once once they're done looting the the corpse of training grounds here, uh, <laughs> we went in like first thing in the morning. So I'm guessing it like how much of the day is still left? Oh, it's definitely evening at this point. With all as right. much like as many books they had to go through. Yeah, I feel like all the corpses are looted. You and Chacha had tons of time to experiment while they were reading. <laughs> yeah. This will be night soon. Do we want to just camp out here again? And uh, head out first thing in the morning, or? I mean, we do have fire here. Yeah, um. True. Should we actually camp out in the swole hole? Because that seems like a good place to, like. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, maybe that's a good place to kind of, like, hunker down in case, like, Arya is just, like, biding her time. Dilly, that is the best idea that you have, like, possibly ever had. <laughs> yeah. There are improvised weapons in the swole hole. Does seem defensible. Bit tight, I suppose, but it'll do. Yeah, easy to notice if a fifth person comes in, so... Plus, if this becomes like a siege situation, we can probably live off these things for at least a week. (laughs) (laughs) So, how are you guys handling watches for the night? Oh, Nyx is not sleeping. Nyx is, like, in the corner. She's, like, doing... She's, like... (laughs) Hugging supplements. Examining the supplements, you know... Using all the weights. Doing various exercises. Okay. Doing all of her normal calisthenics, but with dumbbells, you know? Yeah. Just strapped on everywhere. She's got a kettlebell yeah. going. She throws a medicine ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sled push. Chad just jumped on the it's sled. A cro- it's um. CrossFit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nick's kips when she does pull-ups. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for the rest of you guys, this does make things very hard to sleep. But still, you guys can get a night of sleep without incident. All right. So it's morning. Are you guys heading on your way? Uh, yeah. Once in, in the morning, Zach would uh, take his shoes out of the terrarium where he keeps them at night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, gent- gently slip them back on. He gives him a little pep talk uh, every morning, make sure that it, their chitin is glossy. Mm-hmm. Before going, all right, well, it's about two days march that away. So lead on. I'll let you know if we need to turn. I'd, I'd rather have one of you in front. There are assassins. Well, at least one assassin, one uh, a force of nature, uh, one uh, transdimensional creature brought into ours. Uh, Possibly all three between us and the safe house. I would like at least one of you in between me and, and any or all of that. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's my thing. Excellent. So, yeah, south, southwest. But uh, Nix will grab a mm. pair of, like, 35s, <laughs> put, them in her, put them in her bag. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting okay. bricks in your bag? She wants to work up sweat. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, Dilly, are you using your crystal or not? Does Dilly wake up damp, like, noticeably at this point, like? No. Dilly will finally take stock of uh, what has happened to him and pull out the stone and probably do like a quick little crafting thing with like some wires. So it's like a little makeshift necklace that he can just like wear around his neck and then ask Cha Cha mm-hmm. to clean him up real quick. Cha Cha does, but she's like laughing because of how sweaty he is. Like, but it's, she's I have more sweat pores now. Okay, you don't need to stop. Ugh, come on. <laughs> yep, this is the amazing height you got. Yep. I I, was, I thought I didn't. Uh, all right. You start heading in that direction. You reach the tree line that leaves the proving ground. And you guys notice that hanging there is another body. This one, very fresh, mm. but still tattooed. Probably somebody of the traditional school, Mm. but carved into their chest, it says, be seeing you. Winky face emoji. (laughs) Nyx, like, inhales and then yells at the top of her lungs, yo, step to me, bro. Just silence. Outward. Another pyre, guys, is I know. This is, like, just real quick. Yeah. No, yeah, do what you gotta do. While Nyx is setting that up, can everybody make me perception roll? Yes, I will. Uh, 15. 17. I got five. It's a six for Dilly. <laughs> and he rolls six. Nice. <laughs> uh, nope, that's a six. I don't see anything. Yeah, so Chacha doesn't see anything. Zach doesn't see anything. Dilly and Nix, I think. So um, you hear a huge stomp coming from the path behind you guys. Person. Stompy. Thing. Coming. That way. Illusion, Dilly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dilly will wrap everybody in the shadows of the forest off the trail so you guys do that and you see these figures moving into view each one of those four figures is about 15 feet tall looking like a humanoid made out of ebony metal with a glowing light coming from their chest and they stomp slowly in your direction and then they pause and they turn and they look directly at Dylan and that's where we'll end this episode Oh. <laughs> oh fuck so i'm gonna pick on stace something about the episode clues daniel i loved the clues and the gym mm. <laughs>
Mm. Yes. <laughs> Fucking secret swole hole. Um, <laughs> God damn it. The swole <laughs> hole never dies. Yeah. Okay. And Zach's monologues. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. He do monologue. He yes. does. Very eloquently, though. Mm-hmm. He's been around a little while. Yeah, he sees he can't help himself. He's a born showman. You gotta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, you know, he just showed up. He's like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You know? <laughs> oh, that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener in XP, to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is our guest Dan's turn. Dan, what would you offer our listeners in XP to check out? Well, there's a couple of things. I mean, last time I told people to check out our podcast because they should. This time, however, I'm once again going to cheat and put out two things. One is a, uh, a small side project that I've been working on. It is it's called Uncivilized Games, a site in which I write about my game designs and all that stuff. So, that, so I'm just taking full advantage of that to pimp my own <laughs> shit. But also a third-party thing that I did not make. And look, I tweeted about this one. It's this, this is not some some deep thing. It's not it's not a movie that's going to stick with you or a a book that's going to open new vistas. It's it's a game and it's barely even a game. It barely counts. It's got the, the just the minimum possible. <laughs> you can move up down to the sides. That is the entirety of your controllability of this game. It's called Vampire Survivors. It's three dollars on Steam. It is absolute mindless fun. I have a computer. I'm sitting here next to a computer with a GeForce RTX card, <laughs> a ultra widescreen monitor, just all the RGB lights, which, as we all know, make game run faster. Mm-hmm. And the game that I have poured hours and hours of my life into has been Vampire Survivors, in which you just play little dudes. It's it's basically bullet hell, except you're the hell of bullets that has come to this place. Oh, so like this campaign. Um, you just you <laughs> walk around with your little dude. Yeah, kind of kind of like that. <laughs> you walk around, you don't even fire, just it auto fires. You pick up upgrades. Eventually, some of the upgrades get to evolve. By the end of any given level, you are a force of destruction, the likes of which has you know, your screen has never seen before. It's a good time. It, your games are never going to be longer than half an hour because at the 30 minute mark, death will show up and kill you. So it's a good time. It's a good mindless mm-hmm. time sink uh, that has, as of uh, right now, I think about 13 to 14 hours on my Steam log. So if you, like me, spend lots of time online and just kind of mindlessly clicking on things, you can also mindlessly walk around and destroy the undead at the same time for the low, low price of $3 on Steam. Again, barely a game. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. If people wanted to reach out to us to tell us what they think about Vampire Survivors or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Fuck, dude. Come to our website, explorerswanted.fm. From there, they can find all our episodes and all our socials. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. Or if you want to just come yell at us directly, you can do that at Discord. Our Discord, you can find at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Also, if you feel the overwhelming desire to support us financially, you can do so at patreon.com slash explorerswanted or using our Dicephilia code explorerswanted and get 10% off your order when you check out at Die Hard Dice. Please and thank you. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do for us is to tell your friends, tell them why you like the show. Second best thing you could do for us is to leave us a five-star rating and review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts. 
that makes a huge difference for people finding us. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, you do not need to wait much longer. Soon you'll feel the itching, your skin dry and flaking, but this part passes quickly enough. And scratching at it gently is actually kind of soothing. But shortly thereafter, you'll notice the odd weight of sagging skin, hanging off of your body like the rind of a clementine, so easy to peel from the meat below. It'll slough off of you in great sticky sheets, which flop to the ground in moist piles of tissue, mucus, and blood. This phase will pass faster than you expect, but will drag on almost longer than you can bear. Once it is done, the new you, the real you, will stand tall and beautiful in the dark night of the new moon. You'll hear our calls, wet, hungry, and speeding across new octaves of sound, alien to your ears. And then the hunt begins. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Hey, I'm over at Slam Potato. I mean, if you're going to equate it to peeling it like a tangerine, the best place to start is the butt, just like a tangerine. I'm T with a unicorn on Twitch and Real T Unicorn on Twitter. And where can people find you, Dan? Best place to start is the butt. That's almost going to stay with me for a while. I'm uh, <laughs> Uncivilized Dan on Twitter. Okay, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye. bye.